Hello, hello, this is Ray, and welcome to the Shifting Perspectives Podcast. We hope you're doing well and that all is right in your world. Today, we have RJ Thompson. If you don't know who RJ is, RJ has been a graphic designer since he was about 11. Impressive if you ask me. He slowly transitioned into Photoshop and 3D animation, eventually working his way up to be a design professor. And today, he's here to discuss his rise to where he is now, what he does currently, and also gives advice to others on how to achieve different goals. Oh, he also talks about podcasting as well. So, if all of the above interests you, don't go anywhere. Let's get started. Roll the music! Thank you for meeting with us. Uh, I'm Savannah, yeah. and I'll be the host for today. Cool. Okay, nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, just wanted to introduce, my, introduce myself. I'm Everett Foss, not one of the co-hosts. Okay, cool. Oh, I just wanted to introduce myself. I'm Shell. I am the other co-host for today. Nice to okay. meet you. And um, hi, I'm Ray. I'm the assistant director. I'm just here just to listen and keep an eye on the time. So nice to meet you, and thanks for um, coming here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, no problem. Thanks for accommodating. All right. Want to just dive into the questions? Hit it. All right. Uh, can you give us some background about yourself, who you are, where you came from, all that jazz? Sure, sure, sure. So uh, my name is RJ Thompson. I grew up in a little town called Youngsville, Pennsylvania, in the Allegheny National Forest. Um, that's in northwestern Pennsylvania. Um, so I grew up in the woods, and I now live uh, in the city of Pittsburgh. I've been in Pittsburgh since 2003. Uh, so I'm coming up on my 20 year anniversary and uh, I live in a, a neighborhood called Bellevue with my wife, Erin, and my daughter, Amelia, who is six and she's in the car with me and she says hello. Hello. Hola. Oh, hello to her too. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been a, uh, I've been a graphic designer since I was 11 years old. So for a majority of my life. Um, when I was in high school, similar to, to you folks now, I started in, you know, uh, Photoshop and Illustrator, moved into video production and 3D animation and then website development. And I eventually went on to become a, um, a design professor at a variety of uh, universities in Ohio and Western Pennsylvania. Nice. Yeah, I'm proof that your hobbies can be converted into a career. Well, I know what I'm doing with my life. It's called so, art. So did you, um, when you were doing those things, did you know that you wanted to continue doing that for a career or did you just do it for a hobby? Um, I, I, I knew that it was, it was meant for me. Um, <clears throat> what originally kicked it off was I bought a, a Captain America action figure when I was like 10. And um, the toy did not come with a shield. Like you can't have Captain America without the shield. Anyway, I, we had just got a computer, it's 1995. And uh, the computer came with a, uh, a printer and, and some photo software. And uh, it, was a, it was Adobe Photo Deluxe, something like that. And, um, and I, just, I, I just designed it and printed it out cut it out and uh, pasted it to uh, some cardboard and I had a shield and 
And that's when I realized like, wow, you know, I can, I can maybe make anything I want. And I'm not limited to all these different types of, of you know, what the, the toy producers are making. So that opened the door. And then um, the rest is history. I just kept making things. And when I was 16, my, um, my friend, his uncle was a race car driver and I got to make vinyl decals for the race cars. And I thought that was just the coolest thing. So that was actually like my first professional project. It was at that young age and um, yeah, the rest is history. And I, I got accepted to a school to do design work before I even graduated. So for a good six months before I graduated high school, I knew where I was going, what I was gonna do. And um, I just kept escalating and elevating from there. Um, yeah, so it just, just happened to work out. So nice. do you have any advice for those of us who are just starting with podcasting um, and kind of the creative design process? Um, do you have any advice for us? Um, yeah, I, so I would say that the first thing is always be creating. Uh, create as, as much as you can, when you can, especially when you're in this, uh, this th your current age and in, in your setting, like, you know, high school uh, and art and creativity it's all about exploration and experimentation and you'll do a, so much more than of that in in art and design school um but now's the time to just really start just having fun with creating new things and exploring new technologies and getting a sense of what medium best fits you um and i've experienced them all and I can tell you that if you try out like all the different media that you can, web design, photography, podcasting, you develop a little bit of knowledge in all of them, then you sort of become a jack of all trades, a master of none. So I'd encourage people to uh, think of it that way and, and approach art creation with just having access to a number of different media. And then you won't be limited by the things that you can or cannot create. So you can literally do everything. And then when you enter college, you're gonna find that you'll have a leg up on people that have never picked up a paintbrush or a pencil before, or used Photoshop, or even taken a picture on a camera. You know, uh, you'll have a leg up and, you know, the cream rises to the top. And um, that's going to make you uh, challenge yourself in more and new interesting ways in college that ideally by the time you graduate and you start your career, you'll have had two, three, four times the amount of experience that the regular college student gets in that four year period. I've made my life on design. So why'd you go, decide to go through with uh, podcasting specifically? So um, it was March, 2020. And I was teaching a marketing class at the University of Pittsburgh uh, called Brand Management uh, when we were all sent home because of COVID. And um, I was at loss as to what to do with my class. So I'd hold lectures online. But one thing that I knew was missing, and, and this a lot of this came from the students, was 
they're learning a lot about the the principles and philosophies of of marketing and business, but they're not learning a lot about the principles. I'm sorry, not the principles, the practices, the professional practice of, of marketing, learning how to do the work, not why the work is important. So I wanted to create a a series of of interviews with practicing marketers and instruct and teach the student. Um, And it was, it was received very well. I recorded 50 episodes of it. I just actually uh, recorded my 51st episode, but um, I'm recording a few more and then I'll delay launch them over the summer. So it's something I really enjoy doing. I'm an extrovert. I love talking to people and learning about their experience. And it, it just made sense. Uh, I'm, I'd say that I'm an extrovert too. And, you know, talking is always fun. So um, speaking of podcasts, how do you get your podcasts out there? How do you get people to listen to them? So um, I promote them in my classes. So I should be, I should clarify that you know, my niche of niche of listeners, as it were, uh, are students and uh, higher ed uh, social media marketers. So those are social media managers and marketers that work in the higher education system. So I have a very small audience, and that's okay. Um, I basically tweet it out. I create content that helps promote it. Uh, I serve on uh, as a panelist on other people's podcasts and. I celebrate and champion what they do, and it's mostly just reciprocal. Uh, they promote me, I promote them, and everyone has goodwill, and we just try to, to lift each other up. Fair so basically, enough. the podcasting uh, family, as you could say, is basically just that, a big family that promotes each other. Absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of marketers and designers that are producing podcasts. And, you know, when people say like, oh, it seems like everyone has a podcast these days. I, I generally tend to agree with that. Um, but that's not a problem. That's actually a great thing. That means there's more unique and diverse voices that are, are contributing to our culture and doing some really amazing things. Yeah, and it also gives, you know, a podcast for everyone to listen to and enjoy. Like someone might like true crime, someone else might like the horses. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Podcast for every interest. Question, do you use Anchor? If you know what that is? No, I use uh, Transistor. Okay, that's really cool. How does that work? Like, is it a good website? Yeah, uh, it's, I actually am, I'm actually starting a, a podcast for the Pittsburgh Human Resources Association, the PHRA. Um, and I walked them through how to use it today. And they're like, is it really this simple? I'm like, yeah, it's pretty pretty cut and dry. Not not hard at all. Um, and they're like, wow, this, this is really great. And so by virtue of me doing podcasting i'm able to teach others how to do it and really again augment unheard voices and that's very satisfying yeah and then you can grow the podcast community that's exactly right yeah it was really nice talking to you and learning a lot from you (laughs) yes so as, as we've been talking i've i've been driving i've been walking in the rain i got my daughter signed into her appointment 
and now we're here and everything's quiet and I can calm down now. <laughs> so, yeah, I always like to like set the scene. You only hear the voice, right? But here's what's happening in reality. So we appreciate a multitasker. Yeah, yeah. we do. Well, we do. Well, was, we yeah, a lot more of those. great talking. It was great talking to you folks, and, and I'm happy to do it again when I'm uh, not as crazy, frantic, busy. Um, but um, good on you guys for starting a podcast and, and interviewing people and, and putting yourselves out there. I think it's fantastic. Thank you. This is great. Thank you for doing this with us. We appreciate it a lot. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, Thank you so much. What they all said, we really appreciate it. I'll, I'll look forward to uh, reconnecting again for our, our sequel episode in the future. And maybe I'll have you guys on my podcast. Hey, that sounds pretty cool to us. That's All right. That sounds amazing. All right, let's do it. Now, it's time to shift perspectives. This is Everett, uh, the host of this podcast. Uh, we're going to shift perspectives to how we got into podcasting and why we are starting this podcast. Um, so just basically, uh, how did everybody get into this podcast and kind of what prompted you to join? Casey here. I got into podcasting and this podcasting club because of an email that got sent out one day. I've always been interested in the editing and production side of videos and media, and this podcasting club seemed like the perfect fit for me and just gained experience, so I decided to sign up. Um, my joining story is a lot less interesting than whatever. I, I saw the email too. I, had, uh, I hadn't been in the school club before. I was bored. I put my name on the list and I came here. Um, I don't really know anything about podcasts, I'm um, just good at talking, so I joined. I got into podcasting because I love creative outlets and ways to put myself out there, and I also love the fact that podcasts can be whatever I want it to be, about numerous topics, and it can turn into something big, or it can just stay a hobby, and it's always growing, and I'm glad that I finally got into a club that fellow students share the same interests as me and we can just put all of our creative juices together and make something big or just something fun that we all can come together and create a even if it's just one episode it's still always just fun to come together and make something out of it um for me i kind of walked into this with hesitancies uh but now that I'm here, I, I don't regret signing up at all. Um, just as a question, did anybody else have any hesitancies about joining or the, or you guys all like go, go, go? I was a tiny bit nervous because I'm someone who's a bit more introverted. So like being able to do interviews and just talk like this is a bit of a step out of my comfort zone, but I've been loving it so far. Oh yeah, definitely me too. Like I am 100% an introvert. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes, but just, I've been trying to push myself. Like I joined this to kind of push myself to like be more social. Cause like, um, I just talking to people that I'm like not seeing 
it's like a struggle but i'm working on it and i i don't have any regrets at all joining this it's really fun and i've made some hopefully lifetime friends out of this yeah for me uh i, I never saw myself as the host so this is a big whatever for me i, I saw myself as like a co-host with a voice in the background uh now that i'm leading it um i mean it takes a little bit to get started but once i get started i find that it's fairly easy to just like talk about your interests um interview the person and i'm really enjoying it uh so with the podcasting uh is uh anybody is anybody wishing they would have gotten the spot and that they didn't or uh kind of what was your view on podcasting before you came into this club for me podcasting has always been something fun i can listen to while i do my schoolwork or while i'm doing chores just something that can help pass the time and i love that there's a podcast on almost anything you can even think of mysteries got it class got it anything it's just amazing yeah for me i didn't really have any previous knowledges uh, uh, about any podcasting but uh now that i'm in here and learning more it's actually a really interesting process um and one thing i like about podcasts is like you said you can basically find uh, uh you can basically find anything that you're interested in and there's probably a podcast about it and i just think that's really cool. there's so much that goes into making a podcast um that i didn't even realize until i actually came into this club and saw we have to plan we have to come up with a title a picture an icon you have to come up with a script and then once you record once you get somebody that you want to interview you have to record it set up a time and scheduling and it's amazing with all these podcasts that i've listened to do because there's so much going on and even though we're making a little one like not that long i've listened to ones that are an hour long and i can only imagine what goes in to an hour long podcast there's probably hours upon hours of recording that they have to edit that down and it's just really amazing and it's given me more of a perspective of what actually goes on when making a entire podcast yeah for me it shifted my perspective i never knew how much went into it um like uh the people who do all the editing i have a lot of appreciation for you guys because i'm just a voice i'm not really doing anything hard i'm just talking uh but again uh the people who edit uh you guys do an amazing job of just making it seem uh really nice and like there's no screw-ups so great job editors Now, it's time to shift perspectives. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Placeholder Podcast. Today, we'll be interviewing the one and only Poco Caramel. For those of you who have never heard of her, she is a worldwide pop sensation who has been taking the world and internet by storm. And I am Jeremy, your host. Say hello, Poco. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me on today, Jeremy. No, thank you for being willing and able to join us. Now, can you tell us an interesting fact about yourself? Sure. Hmm. Oh, I've got one. I am able to hold. I am able to hold a handstand for ten minutes straight. Would you like to see? We would love to see that, Poco. But sadly, this is a podcast and audio only. Now, how long have you been a pop star and online influencer? I started my TalkTick account when I was twelve, so I'd say. About 10 years now. The popster thing was a more recent development, so that would be around uh, three years. 
doing the pop thing has given me the chance to meet way more of my fans than I would have been able to by just doing toxic tactics. How many shows have you put on with being an up and coming pop star? I have done around 350. It still hasn't gotten old. The newness each location has gives touring a sort of, I would say, charm. In fact, there's a big announcement I have for all of you. Jeremy, will you tell the listeners for me, please? Absolutely, Poco. You are going to hear this here fo- first, folks. Poco is going to be having... Attention, everyone. The building has been invaded by roaming radioactive walruses. Please evacuate immediately. What? Uh, excuse me, everyone, but I should see what this is about. Poco, can you keep the listeners entertained in the meantime? Sorry about this. Sure, I'd love to. Um, so... What is this? Um, never mind, Poco. Thanks for listening to this interview, everyone. I hope you find it informative. Poco, thanks for joining us. Is that all? I was hoping for the interview to be longer. Anyway, thank you all for listening. And Jeremy, I hope I can be on the show again soon. So do I. See you all soon. I gotta run. I regret showing up late. What? What is happening? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs>